Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. It's Hannah Hustle. And we're here with the I, I Know That's, that's right, right podcast. podcast. Ooh, you see that? We're here with a special guest. Yes, ma'am. Um, I think we'll get into that a little bit later. If you know, you know. If you see, you see. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start with our trending topics. Yes. Let's start with Uzi. With uh, the diamond? With the diamond in his forehead. Oh, yeah. For one, do y'all think it costs $24 million for real, for real? Yeah. Yeah. If it's the real deal, I, yeah. would, I wouldn't knock it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But the diamond itself or the whole the whole situation? The whole Just the situation. diamond itself, I feel you feel me. I don't I, he's not even worth he's like worth sixteen million dollars or something. He's not even worth that much. I have to my Uzi? Yeah. Oh I, I no, I'm just saying, I, well, no, I'm saying I Googled it because now right. 24 million awesome shit to go down. in the middle of your forehead. I, I mean, I, don't, I just it? feel like, I don't, I don't feel like he cashed out on it. Like, no, like on like, credit. I, no, I, you know I feel like he had to make payments. He said, he said, I've been paying this, I've been paying this diamond off since 2017. 20, yeah, I so, it had to be like a couple years. He said he'd been paying it off for that long. Do y'all feel like he copied Sarswaka? If I guess if he's been paying it off for that long, I mean, then no. But Walker had it first, and it no looks better. You never know who came up with the idea first, because he 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 might have just walked in the mall one day and been like, you know what, fuck, I'm finna put a diamond right here. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the thing about that, I feel like he put it right on his face because like it costs so much money, he don't want to lose it. Like why put it in a chain <laughs> or, or put it on a ring? Or and you he could just wanted to be the it, only you know? motherfucker. To say they got a diamond. I feel like it's like on brand for who Uzi is. Like it's not crazy that he did it. It's just crazy that like somebody did that dumbass shit. Because then when he posted it bleeding, and like you know, I'm kind of like spiritual, so I'm not piercing my penile gland. Like that don't really seem like the right thing to do. But unless he knows something, I don't know. Could you imagine somebody? Could you imagine him getting jumped? They're like, "Hey, get that nigga forehead." No, (laughs) no, for real, for real. Somebody gonna smack that shit out. Honestly, like you get hit too hard, G. Like it's It's gonna come out. Like it's, it ain't even about it coming out, it's about it going further in. Yeah. If, especially if the right person is. He yeah. had to pay a lot of money because even when it comes to my hand tattoos, like I can't get it retouched because certain mm-hmm. tattoo shops is like, oh, we it's too many details and too small of a space. So I could only imagine like it had to be a doctor either really money hungry Facts. or just super confident in his yeah. skill. Like, yeah, I'm going to pierce your face. Cause yeah. what? No, I couldn't imagine. Because he had to dig out a bit of skin or something Some, to put that Yeah, because it ha- it's implanted. So I wonder if it's ever going to come out. Mm. And then I just I know with it. like the other microdermals and stuff, like your body rejects it. Cause y'all know how bitches be having them weird ass tattoos and yeah. like naked lumps and shit on their face. Yeah. And uh, Best of luck to him though. I mean, Sauce Walker, let's talk a little bit about him though. Because I, how do y'all feel about the way he's been approaching social media about the whole diamond situation? Do y'all feel like it's corny or do y'all feel like yeah. he has feel, the right? Like, I feel like he has the right. Just not from this situation and not to cut you off. Just in general, I feel like he 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 starts a lot of trends. He's a trailblazer in a lot of ways. And just because musically he may not be that guy, I feel like in every other way, these more popular rappers see what he doing. Like, okay, I can do that because I got a bigger fan base and people going to eat it up. You know, and mm-hmm. I feel like, shit, talk your shit because it, it looked better to me. You know, like it's True. not like he looks silly. You know what I'm I feel like he, he chose a wiser position. You know what I'm saying? To put it in rather than his forehead. Right. You know yeah, it is on a different spot. I feel like that one was, um, it looks a little bit more like, it, it looks, looks better, mm-hmm. but I feel like the way he's been approaching social media, though, it's as far as the aspect is a yeah, it's an overflex, and on top of that, like it's just overkill. Like the way he's yeah. been uh, addressing like Twenty One Savage and people that's been having like, uh, actually, you're not the first person to do that. Sex. He's been just doing a lot, and I feel like right now he's like clout chasing a little bit more. I think that's the game of social media and with stuff like this. I feel like 
it clout chasing is turned into like a form of marketing. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like I feel like people are like, oh, this happened. Like, for instance, with the whole Trey Song situation, yeah. somebody from here who sells a clothing brand seeing the whole ruckus with Trey Songs, like, oh, Trey Songs back in the rumor, back in the media, let me do a promo, you know? And so happened, Trey Songs posting pictures with his merch on in the midst of all this. So, like, mm-hmm. it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's like, you know, you got to, some people is playing the game, you know, because right. like, that's what people going to eat up yeah. is all the controversy. I never found out what was the reason for him, for them even bothering him at the games. Uh, I think it's because he didn't have a mask on, but to be mm-hmm. honest, now after the game situation and now his sex tape leaking, Trey Song's orchestrating all this shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That nigga Trey Song I mean, said, but he don't have to because he, I mean, his but, back home album is fire. It, like, no, it's super fire, but it really didn't get that much attention. So I really yeah. feel like Trey Song said, hey nigga, pull up on me at the at the game. Let me beat your <laughs> ass. You know, like I really think that's what happened because it's yeah. just, uh, it, what a coincidence. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Money, money talks, so you know. Yeah, you never facts. Know. Cause what's the what's the coincidence? And please excuse me for what I'm about to say. What's the coincidence? He beat somebody ass at the game, and then a week later, you post a, a, big, a, big, a, dick. a big dick. Like get the fuck out of <laughs> here. He beat niggas ass. Hey, he got a big dick. Oh, what's his next album? I like that. Hey, <laughs> whatever works. No, bad. That's how you need to be thinking. Whatever works. No. Okay. So speaking of big dicks, not even like that. Have you do see Jimmy Smacks? Yeah, I did. That's it's sad. I, I at first I never followed him, and when I was just like you know talking to him about, what I didn't know who he was. About, I seen him being shared. No me. I seen him being shared on like other Instagram models, like timeline. Like it looked like paid promo, but I never clicked on it just because I don't really follow like OnlyFans and stuff like that. Me either. Yeah. But when I seen all of this, I'm like, okay, let me just tune in. I go to this nigga page. He got OnlyFans with midgets. Every Instagram model there is ever. Just a whole bunch of like weird, you know, like just fetish shit. It seems like he feeds oh, off of people's fetish. And so like, I guess him doing it for those who don't know, Jimmy Smacks is the only fan creator um, who usually has intercourse with women's midgets, you know, acquired taste and oh, just man. went forward. With a tra- <laughs> he said, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> he went on to do it with a tranny. Yeah, transgender. Um, and said he wasn't gay. That That's what he said. I'm not gay, but not it was possible. And and then it wasn't like he was ha- he wasn't the dominant person in this role. He was. No, he was not the do- he was the one sucking dick. Oh. <laughs> oh. Did you yeah. see the video? Yes. Uh... Yeah. Did you go on OnlyFans to see it or what? No, baby. I added the link. Oh. So we we all got the video. It's like a little. Um, actually, it was a video of what he posted or what was leaked or whatever. And then you know how TikTok and stuff be. So they put that little meme of the girl talking about I accidentally fell on the dick, and she said, "How the fuck you accidentally fall on the dick?" That's nasty. And and Jimmy Smacks oh, went on like interviews, God. went on his live, and was just saying, like, "I seen that." Like you know, I'm really just feeding. There's there's so many people out in the world that like right. are into this kind of stuff, and I'm confident enough in my sexual orientation where it don't matter to me. Da da da. Money talk woo, woo woo it's there money talk but it's also limitations mm-hmm. yeah you know like all so, money ain't good money you know what i'm saying like and then like how do you explain that to anyone i don't think you can that's, accurately that's, that's not because it's like it's nothing wrong with it but don't you can't tell bash. me that you're not gay if you're fucking training like Some there's situations no way it's just unexplainable like yeah. <laughs> he's an unexplainable Explainable. no seriously but, it, it was very, it was very complex, and then there was even other like OnlyFans girls or whatever. Like, yeah, I did fuck him. I might do it again. But there's a group of women who are into that. But it's just like, don't say you're not gay. Yeah, no, it's enough for me. 
I couldn't be fucking with no nigga like that. And even if I was an Instagram model like that had done previous content with him before and then like seen that he fucked a trainee, like I probably wouldn't ever make OnlyFans content with him again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I guess that's a bigger, a bigger conversation, but I I would never try to do anything. Actually, pause. We had a comment. He said yes. He said he didn't get fucked, so he's not gay. But he's sucking dick though. Like, I think that's gay. Which is the worst. Hold on, like, was that a guy? It was no, a guy. No, this, is, this is a female that saying that yeah. he didn't oh. get fucked, so he's not yeah. gay. Okay, because I was going to say, I don't even think you got it. Like, <laughs> if but, that was a fella. But, if you're, fu- but if, if you're fucking, if you're not, it doesn't matter if you didn't get fucked, you're sucking dick. Like, that's something that a woman that, does. That's ain't the most no, Ain't no man on this planet that fully dedicate themselves to being a man is going to do that. <laughs> you know? Like, so, I don't know. Yeah, it's a no for me. Mm-mm. Would you subscribe though? Would you watch? No, no, nah. no. No, okay, the midgets though. Midgets that could be funny. Because <laughs> they be some sexy comical. midgets. Like, no, mi- so you ain't never seen a badass midget. Yes, you know you seen some badass midgets. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 <laughs> On the internet, you probably never seen them. We probably never seen them in person, but like on the internet, it'd be some badass little midgets. Like they be cute. I mean, people, people, so you know what I'm saying? Sad I don't know if I can fuck a midget though. Nah, Not nah, even midget man. Nah, like I don't think nah. I can fuck no midget man. <laughs> Before we get into the main attraction, which is you, sir, I think our last trending topic is DJ Vlad being like, I consider it like almost like bully, like pulling his whole card. Um, you can't interview me unless you get on camera. Can't nobody really come in here and tell me and you how to run our show. Like, mm. oh, you want, you know, like you you going to tell us what to do. Maybe this isn't the right fit for us. But I feel like through all the controversy, DJ Vlad, the police, yeah. DJ Vlad. It's certain, but, you know, it's certain cards he done pulled on people, you feel me, to where motherfuckers might feel a little uncomfortable to where mm. him not showing himself might mm-hmm. make them feel a certain way, you feel me. And mm-hmm. I heard that DJ Vlad, that it's not even him interviewing you. I think it's something like... Where, say, for instance, I'm asking you the questions, and then yeah. DJ Vlad goes over and records himself asking the questions, and like, um, does like an audio swap. So, the yeah. fu- so like, if I ask you, like, you know, how old were you when you had your first kiss? I ask you that, but instead of them hearing my voice ask you, DJ Vlad will ask it, and I think that even goes to some of like the miss misconceptions about interviews and how things were said or what the question Thanks. that was actually asked was because yeah. DJ Vlad will go in and re-record it and ask it a different way or ask it with a different tone. I mean, so, he done been involved in a, lot of, in a lot of false activity as far as artists go anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people be kind of blaming him when it comes to certain shit, so... Do, as far as that, like what I DJ think the information, especially coming from, and I don't mean to cut you off, the federal courts are proving that now people can use um, their lyrics and stuff like that in you, federal yeah. court. I think that um, them Vlad interviews definitely are very, uh, they can catch a motherfucker up. Like they have know. before they made it a lot. Yeah, like to, I oh my god, this just triggered so many thoughts. But one, do you do y'all think that DJ Vlad is the police? In my personal opinion, I don't think he's the police. As in, I'm gonna do this interview and give this to the police. I think he's the police. As he has police friends, he goes to extra steps to read police reports. So when he interviewed you, he knows the quote unquote it's, good and juicy questions to ask. Most definitely, like it's trigger questions. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you know what I'm saying? He know what he's doing. You feel me? So as far as like a lot of people and. Men specifically, like male artists, consider him being the police. Like, 
they be basing that off the type of questions he asked them. You know what I'm saying? In certain positions, he put people in when he questioned them. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because like certain, baby. it's certain, it's certain things that don't baby really got to be questioned. You feel me? Especially and it took are, him, and he was like, "How do you know that?" Yeah, he like, "How do you know that I got into it with a white man in prison?" Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just the questions that he be asking, and it makes me almost feel like, where do you get your information from to get to talk to? But a lot of shit access. is right. public information, though. It's just most yeah. people don't take that extra step to find it. And like, I does think he be he going does. to the courthouses to go? Like, look I at think the he cases? does. Nah, I think he does. Yeah, I think he either got a friend who may call him up, like, "Hey, actually, we just picked so and so up." Or people who be like, "I mean, you gotta- when you reach a certain level of fame and you can accumulate so much." attention from people like you can only imagine who that man know you because feel. even us will get like random emails like hey i'm trying to get into this on clubhouse or hey i want to email so picture the random co's because you know those is regular people like us who, who oh, see, who see right. a rapper in jail and write blad like Most hey deal. i just seen little baby getting the fight or hey so-and-so in here and right. he in the home for this like you know people gonna reach out to him off of the strength of just wanting to be involved and be in yeah, the mix right true that's true or it could just be some money shit. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. Some, As a some, rapper, some would people you send information. Would you... No. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. We said as a rapper, so could you just take a second to introduce yourself to the live and let them know? Yes, you live on Facebook. Um, my name is Suavo Eddie TMG. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, but I recently relocated to Minnesota two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I've been here ever since. Mm. So that's the reason why we are wrapped. I was I had a whole bunch of questions as to why. Because when I first came in and I seen him, I asked him where he's from. Because that was like the f- first thing I thought that I thought. So I'm like, why don't I know his yeah. music? And you said you were from Memphis. So I was wondering, how did he get tied into doing a Minnesota Versus? But now it all makes sense since you've been in and out the city a little bit for the last couple years that you, yeah. you will be doing a Versus here. So I get it. I get it. I do think you have- And then um, I have been at a not, lot of venues and performances. So yeah. like, I done kind of popped up a, a couple of places. Yeah. Your men, um, you don't have Minnesota sound. Like no. you could definitely tell that it's down south. Like the 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 records, the beats. Yeah. It, it and I, with I, the I try voice, to stay though. from sounding like Memphis artists too. You know what I'm saying? Because it starts with the to... voice. But when when I say Memphis, it's I think unique. to people like you know Glock or Dolph or even like Pusachi. Even though yeah. it may not be Memphis exactly, it's like you know the same area. Most but like you definitely me, sound like Muddy Bag though, like a little bit. Not not, not his sound, but like y'all the way y'all voices sure, like, is. It does sound the, like he's the haven in South Memphis. He's like, from Memphis you know too. So, yeah, Do you get a lot of comments on your voice? The first thing I said, I said, "Damn, your voice sounds like that in real life." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, well, now recently, since motherfuckers know what's going on, I've been getting compliments. That's crazy. Like, no, your voice really does sound like how you sound on record. That's just crazy. Because <laughs> even when I was like listening to music, I'm like, damn, like more than the beats are the words. It's like your voice is the instrument, yeah. and that's what stands out. Mm-hmm. So then, when you come in and meet somebody, you're like, damn, it's not auto tune or it's whatever like, editing. Like, this just really you. Nah, we ain't got to do too much to it. Is is that like what it. made you do music, or did you have a love for music and then found nah. out like my voice is outstanding after that? It's always been a love for music. So I ain't just really pick up music. It was just like always around in a way. I was just always drowned around it. And Do you have family way, members or somebody know. that's into music? Or yeah. some people None that weren't closely around you? Yeah, like I had a blood cousin that recently passed away. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, he kind of put me on music when I was little. So I kind of stuck with it after that. Was he a rapper? Yeah, he was a rapper. Was he from Memphis as well? No, nah, he was from uh, he was from Little Rock. Oh, Arkansas? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's like right there. So what pulled you into Minnesota? Like, well, how did you end up here then? It's crazy. I came to Minnesota. I, uh, I was with my uh, my brother 
aka my sister, baby dad type shit. Mm-hmm. But we ended up just leaving Memphis and coming up here type shit. And then, but he, he like his relatives was already up here. That makes sense. Okay. So that was when he told question. me he was coming up here, I kind of had trailed him type shit just to peep it up. And he ended up staying. So it was oh. kind of like that. I like it. I like it. What like what made you want to stay here though? And what made you see the potential in having the like money. the music and wanting to release music here and wanting to, you know what I'm saying? Like what made I mean, you want to do that? I was doing music back home too. So right. like, it's kind of like I already had a, a small fan base before right. I even moved type shit. So okay. then like when I got here, I just kind of started sticking with it even more. Then I started adding people that was from Minnesota on my page. You know what I'm saying? I was just randomly adding 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 people over and over and shit. And then I started posting videos. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was posting like trailers on Facebook and shit. Then people started sharing them and shit. Oh, a hundred thousand views! Like he yeah, got a, even on YouTube, he got like a decent following. Absolutely, coming from Memphis and coming to Minnesota, like what was the difference? So when I asked, I mean, like when you think of where you're from, there's people who's made it from there, or who's mm-hmm. a state or a couple hours away that's made it. When you think of Minnesota, like we don't really have that. We have Prince, you know? So it's yeah. not like you can move here and be like, so-and-so made it or so-and-so made it or it's disconnection. Or, 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 or you just know city. you're going to make it. Yeah, like it, you don't see that here. So like... That's why I kind of just... I, I make sure I keep networking no matter what you feel me. I don't even just base my networking off just specifically here. I try to reach out everywhere. Do you see you the me. potential though in Minnesota? Oh, like yeah. Just as Most far definitely. Because it's, it's a like, whole lot of talent here. Like when, I ain't even know... Nothing about Minnesota before I came here. Like once I started adding people and you know what I'm saying, networking and moving around, doing little local shows and shit, I started running into other local artists and intertwining mm-hmm. more. You feel me? So I started seeing like what was really popping out right. here. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, they really got something out here. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just what people might think Minnesota was about. You feel me? What was your perception of Minnesota before coming here? Like hills and farms? Nah, just cold as hell and not wanting to, <laughs> no, I don't want to be nowhere near the cold. That's all I know. I was like, deep. I know it's mountains and snow. That's it. That's what, that's what, that was my perception. Mountains and snow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't got many mountains. And but it wasn't even, snow. no, it wasn't shit like that when I got here. You feel me? It was like, I'm like, oh shit, they got big ass cities. They're like, I got a city. You yeah, facts. Yeah, my cousin came here from Memphis. Like, quick look. Funny story. My uh, cousin came here from Memphis. She's from North Memphis. And yeah. um, she recently moved to Texas. But when she came here, she came here once in her life. And my grandma lives on Selby, which is considered like a part of our ghetto, but it's nicer now. So we were walking down the street to the um, to the store and she's like, oh, my God, it's so light out here. Like, y'all got <laughs> lights. Like, y'all got street lights. Like, <laughs> it was just so funny because, like, girl, she from really like the ghetto ghetto. Like, oh, when yeah. I say Memphis is ghetto ghetto. Like, like, it's real ghetto ghetto. Like, so it's most definitely more peaceful. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> in a certain way, like, I'd have found more peace than being up here than where I was. Of course. I, I definitely, I can speak to that too because um, I lived there for several years out of my life. So I definitely understand. Yeah. Like, it's definitely. Most definitely, I ain't, it ain't no walk in the park. Definitely. It's definitely yeah. ghetto. <laughs> what does ADTMG stand for? Addicted to Music Group. Oh, oh, okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be some gang shit. Yeah, I'm like it's a mouthful to say. I'm like, let me get it right. Is yeah, there I just other had to people find, a, find my way of abbreviating it? <laughs> I like that though. Is there other people that are a part of that music group yeah, that so have that same like, like how it's like YBN and shit? Uh, you know how they are like YBN, from, YBN, blah blah blah. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? The name ADTMG came from my my Armazi. big cousin. You know what I'm saying? My uh my blood cousin married a, she married somebody into the family type shit and. We ended up be- becoming real tight on the music side, so I ended up rocking with him real tough back home, man. You know what I'm saying? I had put his name with my name type shit, and it 
it kind of stuck out the way. Oh. So, so that's something that you didn't make up, something you just kind of joined into. Yeah. So like, you are one of those people that I was talking about as far as like people adding that onto their name, being yeah. part of the same music group you know and then adding like, it to their name. Yeah, it's a group. It's a label. You know what I'm saying? Huh. Yeah, ADTMG, it's and a so whole is label. Is that a part of your name or is that but just- It's a part like of your... my name. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm yeah. That's what's up. I like it a lot. Suavo, I've, that's different. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I was saying Yeah, everybody say Suavo. Suavo. You know what I'm saying? Especially- like, I had some people saying Swervo and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, now okay. Now you can't read. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it just be motherfuckers being funny. You know, I like you know it. it be. That's, it's, it's, uh, it's, I like it a lot. I think cool. one of my favorite songs by you is Freeze. But what would you say would be the song that, like, kind of... <laughs> Why are you laughing? Did you don't, you don't like that? Yeah, what, broke me out of Minnesota? Not even Minnesota, just in general. Like that song where you was like, okay, I really got something. Or like, Habitat. made you feel like a, a rapper, rapper for real. I said it was Habitat Freestyle. We yeah. added that song to our Atlanta yeah. 10,000 Greats playlist. But the yeah. Habitat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Habitat mm-hmm. Freestyle. I like that. Um, I, is it Big Ice? Big Ice. Uh, with Duke Deuce. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? I love the video though. Like you could tell yeah. definitely you got you got some type of professional um like help. And yeah. I, I think that help is not it's like a derogatory when you're talking to an artist, but I think you have support when it yeah. comes from like support professional, team. yeah. Because yeah. like the even the video was like, whoa, like you yeah. know, it's not it's something we made that sure we, doesn't yeah. come out of Minnesota. I don't see many videos. Yeah. It was like a, that. We we shot that in Atlanta, so Oh yeah. so that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What was, was a, it that like? That was the Atlanta production team. I like that. that. So. I like it a lot. What was it like working with um I wouldn't say because he's not a superstar, but somebody just like kind of in a different yeah. caliber of rapping, maybe like connections. Then and you have... from back home to my dude. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, so y'all have a personal relationship? No, okay. it's not a personal relationship. No, I not, just knew who no, he was. No, type no, shit. Type shit. Yeah. Right. But like, he's from Memphis. Yeah. And then we like, we we be around some of the same people type shit from back home. Like the folks that I knew knew him type shit. So, oh, okay. Like, yeah. Is he from Haven as well? Yeah, he's from Haven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. He went to Fairly. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> so how how was that process? Was it you recorded a song? You was like, I want him on it, or was you just like you had a song, uh, nah, you had an open verse? Yeah, it was my song. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, we was like, shit, we need to put somebody on this motherfucker. And then he was like, man, who you thinking? I'm like, well, shit, if I put somebody on my shit, I don't want it to be nobody local. You feel me? Right. No, it wasn't no disrespect to the local artists and nothing like that. It's just I just wanted somebody who had a buzz on my right. shit. You feel me? So I reached out and then we just paid for it. So you pay for that verse? Yeah, it's a paid oh. feature. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Do, right. As an artist, do you feel that because some, you know, some people or some artists may feel like if you pay for a verse or whatever you go about the business, where artists mm-hmm. not as organic or as like beneficial as someone being like, oh, let me hop on this or you hop on this, does it make a difference to you mm-hmm. or it just really has to do with like what the the product is? I mean, if it's your craft, I mean, you're gonna put whatever you want into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. If you got to pay for it, I mean, shit, it's your craft. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's what you make it. Right. Definitely. I definitely feel you. I don't think that it's not organic at all. I think that um, when it comes to, like, small-time artists, I mean, it could be looked at as, like, a taboo thing. Or it could be looked at like, oh, he he, he really trying to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that people look at it as bad because it's like, why are you paying motherfuckers for features? I feel like that's hating shit. Me too. Because because at a certain extent, no matter what you do, you don't have to put money in it. Whether you paying a producer, paying an engineer, paying for a beat, paying for a verse... Everybody is a creator and yeah. they got to get paid for their craft. Well, well, yeah, right. facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers got to realize, like, you know what I'm saying? Some motherfuckers wake up, go to, you go to McDonald's, you go to Walmart, you go to be a truck driver, you in the army, you know what I'm saying? But 
Some people just wake up and, you know what I'm saying, music all they got, you feel me? Yeah. So you, you can't knock nobody for if that's what if that's what they wake up and do every day, you feel me? Right. So is music all you got? Like, is this what you want? At are? a certain point in my life, yeah. yeah. That's real. Like, up until a certain point in my life, like, that's all I had. What does that mean for you? Like, music is all I got. I don't got nowhere to stay. I don't got nothing to eat. Yeah. I don't got no money. Our music yeah. is all I to got. That like, point, like, I'm, I'm trying to this is it. Like, like this, I ain't no sugar-coating artist, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't hold shit back, you know what I'm saying? I done been broke down to the worst point before you've been so. So you're saying, like, this this shit got to make it. Like, this, like, it got to yeah, take that off. that was all I had, so that's all I was sticking to type shit. You feel me? Like, I was broke down, like, fucked up in the streets out of it, you know what I'm saying? So. We hear a lot of those type of humbling stories when it comes from artists, though. Yeah. Like, you're not one of the first people that nah, we've ever talked to. I was really one even... of them niggas. You know what I'm saying? No, this, yeah. This... Definitely. Like, we, we, I don't think that... I think a lot of artists started like... Like, Daniel Caesar, he was homeless for years living in Canada. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then his, he took his craft. He really put a lot into it. And then he ended up getting that feature with her, which is really the reason why he had took off. You know what I'm I saying? I feel like music or just being a creative in general isn't an easy grind. So unless no. you put in those tough situations <clears throat> where all you got is your dream, your passion or whatever, and you feel like this is what's going to make it, then like if you don't got that like experience to make you hungry for it, you don't want it. Like if you comfortable your whole life, you always got somewhere to sleep, always got somewhere to go, always got a job that's going to pay you. You're not going to yeah. look at podcasts and being a rapper, being a model and be like, yeah, this can work for me because it's not working immediately. You know, yeah. you got to have the right kind of determination to want to yeah, And a lot of shit work for some people, certain people because it was handed to them or it was placed mm-hmm. a certain way for them, you feel me, for right. it to be reached. Like I done met a lot of people and been around a lot of people that have been like that to where they was like they wasn't even just had to necessarily be rich, you feel me? But they had people in their life that, that had certain situations set up for them. That knew certain people that yeah, can handle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They just got them right through the door, you know what right. I'm saying? Without even having to do certain things, you feel me? Yeah. So you ain't really have to do too much. So with music, what are your aspirations? Are you looking like just to be able to pay your bills, like equivalent to like, you know, working a job? Are you looking like to be a superstar? Like, you know, like what's your aspirations with music or where do you want to take it? Because some people want to be like, I want to be the next Drake. And other people like, I just want to make music and this be what pay me. I want to I want to do a lot as far as with the music and without it. You know what I'm saying? I want to open foundations for people underprivileged all that. You know what I'm saying? I want to open stores. Do open businesses, all the restaurants in my So you want that you wanted something that's gonna it's gonna pay you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, ain't, I just wanted to open those for other opportunities, you feel me? Period. Definitely. I understand. Basically a gateway. But you wanna you wanna take it to the top. Yeah, for sure though. For sure. Yeah. Before we get out of here, um, I'm not sure if we told everybody that you're here because we'll be hosting the Versus Battle. Oh, that's right. Yeah. February 9th at Gold Room. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Like, you know, like, how did you get tied into it? Are you excited? Are you like this a walk in the park? Like, you know, like. Uh, nah, I wouldn't even just say I felt like it was going to be a walk in the park or nothing like that because I just received a call one day. You know what I'm saying? My brother, like, hey. You got a, a battle on February 9th versus Chase Bad. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then they were like, yeah, he a Minnesota artist. You know what I'm saying? He, he popping right now. You're going to be battling him. So get your shit together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right. Shit, I was just like, I'm going to be ready. Shit, I ain't, ain't nothing I'm new to, you feel me? I perform 24-7, so it ain't shit I'm going to be new to. Facts. Is this the first environment you've been in where it's more of not? Is it a competition? I wouldn't. Now, for I guess um, versus 
originally the idea for Versus was not a competition. It was more of like showcasing your music and just kind of enjoying the vibes and enjoying the atmosphere when it comes to you playing your music. Yeah. I think the uh, Versus, it kind of, that word just automatically turned it that's into more, a, conv- yeah, a competition. More, yeah, like so, that's, that's how I was looking at it anyway, more so of me just getting being heard rather than facts. me being in competition with the next artist that's in front of me. And I love that. Yeah, for sure. We be t- we was talking about that on um, Clubhouse, actually, in one of yeah. our groups when we were talking about the Minnesota Versus to Dolo Harris. Um, and I think that he'll be attending. That's what I heard. I know your <laughs> voice now. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I've been sitting here like, man, your, your, your voice ringing the bell in my head. Like, oh. I heard your voice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we was talking about it. Um, and I remember them saying, like, we don't want to turn it more into, like, a competition thing, but just more of, like, yeah. you know, people to showcase their music. And I think that it's, it's genius, really, because yeah. I'm learning more about new artists. I didn't even know you were even in and out the city or even here yeah, at all. So. Oh, yeah, I'm here every day, though, even though I'm, I live away from the city. Right, <laughs> right. Me too. But <laughs> we, we here, yeah. but in Minnesota for sure. But I, um, Chase Bag, I heard a little bit of his music. Um, um, but obviously, you've only been here for a couple of years. So, yeah, yeah I know. Um, I feel like that's not more meaningful, but it's meaningful for you to be here a couple of years and then for us to know who you are or for people putting together music showcases to be like, oh, this person yeah. here, you only been but here a couple of years. People my time, been here the yeah. whole life who... Like, but during that my part. time being here, like <laughs> during my time being here, I didn't, I didn't ran through some of the, the harshest parts of the city, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, you know what I'm saying, really like network with some of the local artists that's out here, you know what I'm saying? The ones who really grinded. Right. You know what I'm saying? And slept on and names not being heard type shit. Right. So, with like, that being said, um, is there an artist from Minnesota that you would ever like to do a collaboration with? Yeah, um I'm I'm working on something with Mac Turner right now. Oh. Like I yeah, I really I fuck with yeah, bro. I like what you know the fuck saying? they got going on over there. Yeah, Mac Turner my guess so yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll be staying too. Bad. Royal family as a whole, honestly, you know what I'm saying? I fuck yeah, with Yeah, I was going to say, all nice. Yeah, all of them. Okay. Little ghosts in the making. You know how I, go. I like that. I like that. All right. Well, I guess we'll be tuning in for that then soon. Yeah, let's <laughs> do it. But you guys, we'll be at the Go Room on the 9th, which is this coming Tuesday. Um, if you haven't gotten your tickets, please get out and get them now. We tag the event right. If you don't got your booth, please get them. It is please. COVID. We don't need y'all crying up the space. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Limited capacity. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Do we got our own booth? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody telling us saying? nothing. Get your tickets Y'all, ain't, y'all bitches ain't going to be sitting down. <laughs> That's what they said. They say, excuse me? Uh, what time does it start? Anyways. 6 p.m. 6. So make sure you know, y'all everything tune Everything closed at 10, so don't be trying right. to be fashionably late. Please come on time. Make sure that y'all, if you are not able to make it, make sure that you're tuning in to um, the live stream on Facebook. Definitely make sure um, that you guys are tuning in at 6 o'clock on Tuesday. But we thank you for coming in with us. Oh, yeah. Most surely, whoever missed the Facebook Live, you guys can catch our full interview. I on, think we're going I, live the whole time today, though. because Oh, the whole time? Yeah, he's oh. about to leave and Chase the Bag is about to come in. Oh, Okay, well. <laughs> yes, we're about to do a little switcheroo. Okay, sounds okay. good. Well, thank you. We appreciate you. Thank we'll be you. seeing you on Tuesday. And you are you going to get like a little plaque in the mail. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. Um, for being our first interview. Okay, sure. for sure. Yeah. That's definitely. <laughs> thank yeah. you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang that up, too. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. you know That's an achievement for me as well, so, you know. We love a hum- we love the humbleness. Yeah, yes, we thank you, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Have a good one. <laughs> While we are waiting for our next guest, should we go into I know that's right or I know that's lying or I know, know they, they lying. lying. 
Girl. Because why the fuck was that white lady yelling at LeBron like that on the side of the court? Girl, she crazy. She she said, she, don't talk to my fucking husband like that. <laughs> That's me. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't blame her, though, because but stop fucking playing with me. At the same time, I do I do think that people should just stay in their own place because, like men, I, I don't see blood brothers brawl over basketball or just sports, period. So I feel like, at the end of the day, men trash talking is men trash talking. Like, you have to learn when there's a time... In the place for everything. That's how you know I feel about saying? the whole situation. In totality, I don't... I feel like she was just drunk. And she's like, nigga, you talking to my husband? <laughs> Fuck you. You know, like, I think it's more so funny. And I really think that's how LeBron took it. Like, yeah. She lied on that man talking about he called her a bitch. Like, no, he didn't. <laughs> like, okay. He ain't calling you no bitch. The most famous basketball player in the world right now bitch. called you a bitch no, on national TV. No he never, he didn't call that woman no bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> He did call her a Karen and they were mad. They said that racial slur. Oh, fuck out of here. <laughs> someone said, someone was being sarcastic. Like, my name is Karen. So what are you trying to say? Mm, okay. Well, I don't, I don't get the joke. Karen. I girl, I don't, Karen, bye. How, the, how could well, I even is be? Karen a racial slur? Because no, I, I, I never heard anybody naming their kid nigger. So. But, but I just said heavy E-N, Karen. Hmm. That's just like, yeah, er, no. heavy er. No. Er. Karen cannot be made into a racial <laughs> slur. So for all the white people watching, white women specifically. It, it's just not violent it's enough. Not. I don't think it's violent enough. No. And it's more it's so more, like it's a more joke. So, I, yeah, I was going to say, it's more so sarcastic than it is real serious. Like, it's not a derogatory guess, term at all. I guess it's just, I'm not Karen, so I don't know. Because we do consider Ling Ling a racial slur. It's I don't. A, I do. It's someone. If, I, I feel like it's stereotypical. It's, but I don't okay, feel like it's, it's stereotypical. But like, if there was a random Asian girl sitting next to me, and I'm like, "What's up, Ling Ling? <laughs> you racist bitch. <laughs> why I mean, gotta be Ling Ling? Yeah, true. Why? But it's not like. It, but I mean, you gotta think about it. If a bitch came up, I wouldn't consider a motherfucker a uh, racist if they came up to me like, "Hey, Bonquisha." Yes, I would, bitch. Get the fuck out like, my face because what? I got box braids. My, I gotta be a Quisha. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I gotta have an Isha in my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bong Quisha out of everything. I couldn't even be a Tylita. Uh, you know, yeah, n- nothing a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah, that's true. It's well, a it's a little racist, but yeah. it's not racist. It's, but Karen it's, is nowhere in Ling Ling. It's not Bonquisha, hurtful enough. It's not hurtful that. enough. Like, it's not hurtful enough. No, it's not. It's not even it's not even aggressive enough for us for it to be a derogatory. Because when I'd be like, you fucking Karen. Like you wanna know what I've been hearing on Clubhouse that's been cracking me up, which shouldn't be funny. But they'd be like, you fucking tranny. You been hearing that on Clubhouse? And it's fucking funny, yeah. That's not fucking right. funny. That's not funny. It is funny. That's not funny. Whatever. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. That's not it. funny. But back to the point. Do you think LeBron James was wrong for saying Karen, even though it's no. like at his stature? No, I don't. I don't feel like he. I mean, I feel like um, LeBron knows how far to take stuff, especially when it. I, I say that man probably has an amazing PR team because he knows how far to t- how far to take it when it comes to Black Lives Matter stuff. When he's speaking on racial things like concerning the media, like you could feel his presence, but he's like not overbearing with it. Mm. So I don't feel like um, when he said that he knew that it wasn't. It's not a der- um, derogatory t- thing where it could get him in trouble or get him fined or nothing like that. Like he knows it's just really just being sarcastic. Like and then she is- uh, issued an apology the next day anyhow saying like I should have just stayed in my place like yeah you should have just stayed in your place she issued an apology but once they dug into like her tweets and stuff oh, like they that always she's do that. a racist 
And that's probably more so why she got mad. Like, you fucking Igor. You talking to my fucking husband. Fuck Iger? you. You know, Igor. I can't say the full word. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. But you can tell when people meant that. <laughs> you are. Like, <laughs> no, she she was just drunk, I feel like. I feel like she, I don't feel like it's that big of a deal. I don't, I don't even think she needed to be put out the game. Yeah. To be honest. I think they probably should tell her like, hey, sit your cool ass down yeah. before we put you out the game. But I don't think she deserves it. It's, it's sports. I feel like it's. Love it or hate it, it's Thanks. a part of the game. Fans it's not like get riled how when, up. When, when Ron Artest ran up into that motherfucking crowd and was beating on them motherfucking people that was trash talking him, bitch. It ain't like back in the 90s, in the early 2000s. And I feel like they should, I just feel like it's a part of the game. Like we're Americans, we don't yeah. know any better. And if have you ever heard um, any footage of the basketball players talking shit to each other? On the court? I all I only see like the mouse moving Honey. and I add my own cuss words. I'm Baby. Like, yeah. I think I seen someone said, I'll fuck your mama. Baby. Once. I think I seen that. They be maybe I put that in his mouth, but I think I seen that. They be down they be down there doing a lot of that. Mm-mm. And don't play with me because this game will be cut short. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> this game. Crazy. Like for real. I've heard um you can hear them sometimes when like when they have their little things on, like you can hear them. And yeah, they be down there talking cash money shit. I wonder how the players feel like, okay, look at what LeBron's going to. Like maybe they missed the bubble or the dome, wherever the fuck they were just playing at. Like we ain't have to deal with these fans. But it wasn't that many people up in there anyway. Aren't they still playing in the bubble? Oh, I don't know. I thought the bubble was like yeah, hologram they still in the fans. Bubble? They're still playing in the bubble, aren't they? Okay. Oh, he's sorry. invisible. Sorry. <laughs> he, they are. We have to pretend like he's not here. <laughs> They're playing in the bubble. I mean, we have to have, like, he would know because, I mean, I'm sure he watches, you know, sports. We don't really know. But I think they are still playing in the bubble, though. Because there wasn't that many people at that game at all. Those, she, those seats were empty. I, I do think she, I think she was fucking lying for yeah, getting out of pocket like LeBron that. didn't call her no but, bitch. But I do think like it it was a part of the game. It, it like really fun and games, Kiki. Like that's the shit you go home. Like wow, we are drunk as fuck. I cuss LeBron out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I would. I yeah, so, and, I, and I probably would eat it I up would too. Feel so invigorated. Me like, too. Oh. I'd be like, and I wouldn't say sorry. I was trash. I, 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 I see my. I would send my clip on ESPN. I'd be like, yeah, I know that's fucking right. Sure talking did. to my husband. Sure did. Shut the fuck up. the way you're talking to my fucking husband. <laughs> she was trying to fuck up. She had her drink in her hand, too. And it wasn't out of place at all. That bitch ain't swish, swash, nothing. She said, hmm. She Watch meant what she meant. talking to my motherfucking husband. Mm-hmm. Okay, bitch. Oh, I know she was. It, did she have on a fur? Because I would have been. She had something like it, yeah. yeah. I mean, you have, to be, you have to be rich don't to be up in there don't watching. Put me, out no game and I'm fucking rich because that would have been the oh, scene. Oh, them, them people got money money. That would have been the scene. I'll fucking buy this whole fucking stadium. <laughs> Fuck you and your job. Fucking security. Why taxes pay your fucking salary? Matter of fact, I don't pay taxes, but you do, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that I would be, I would I would look at that as, but the thing about Twitter and the thing about Black Twitter especially is that they want to go back Come and they in. want to see that was me. No, it's the door. Oh, it's the door. I think someone's coming. I just did like this. Hey, you remember that song? Who's that knocking at your window, pal? What? Nobody now. I think it's by DMX. No, I don't know that song. All I know is Quish Latifah, Tiffany, blah blah blah. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's the shoulder rock. You know, you gotta get into character. Like you know, the that fuck was it blah, is. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> my name, I think my name wasn't that. My name was always in the song. My Girl, song was Tanisha was not up in that song. She wasn't. No, sure? Tanisha. That was, that was Tanisha, Tanisha was not one of DMX's hoes. Are you sure? 
Would you be one of DMX's hoes? Nah, he was smoking crack. Not back then. And back when DMX was smoking crack, he was like popping a perk. They ain't know. True. They ain't that know. is true. <laughs> like, that they is ain't true. Know. Yeah. Crackheads did become crackheads that until now. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. That's true. But no, I wouldn't No, someone be- was at the door, though. They was? I, I did hear that. I did not hear. I did like this a lot. So oh, I- this is rude. Excuse me. Hey, y'all. We didn't know this was going to be a not easy transition anyhow. So just bear with us. She's going to go get her name. No, I did. I, I did like this. Oh, so with you, that's embarrassing. <laughs> but we're gonna do pussy talk, and then he's not here by pussy talk. That's on him. Okay. Before we get into pussy talk, let me tell you what. I feel like this is the most discouraging part about like doing interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why it's better like it's just me and you, and we're not snake this and nobody. It's just in general. Like do you know, this is our time, our show. So it's just like. We got time. Come. Yeah, definitely. We supposed to be here. Yeah. And we ain't, we is not one of them. Like, we don't, we don't just be interviewing people all the time. That's not what we set out to do. We like to hear ourselves talk. Mm-hmm. We like mm-hmm. to fucking talk back and forth with each other. I like to hear her opinion. She likes to hear mine. Even if are they're not the most And we agreeable. ain't talked in a long time. So it's really stuff that's on the table yeah. <laughs> to be discussed. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it y'all. is what it is. But I like a humble, I like a humble person. So, mm-hmm. anyhow. When it comes um, to pussy talk, I think I was really. We just never. Think- first of all, hold on, wait. We never even done pussy talk on live. No, we haven't. So this is weird. Like this. Is well, really weird. it is weird, and I think that when we do clips, like show people, we need to show more pussy talk because that's really what the fuck like, people they're missing. To, I can't yeah. even repeat some of the things that I said in other shows because I don't want to say it again. I'm even feeling like. We need to put pussy talk at the beginning because I feel like people have to listen to the whole entire episode to get to pussy talk. Mm-hmm. And that's the most interesting. That's to me. We have said some things. We, the other day I was listening. I said, peed on. I said that. Damn. <laughs> I did, though. Um, you got peed on? No. You peed on somebody? Oh, either oh, we were, way. When I was asking you, Yeah, I was just would. saying either oh, yeah, way, yeah, yeah. I guess. Talking about the fetishy stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I probably wouldn't do it because it just seems messier than the other way around. But- <laughs> and to pussy talk, something I was thinking about was like the fetish with um, females, like turning being a rap niggas, a rap person's baby mom into a job, a career, mm-hmm. and like the like coverage you get off of it. Like, how do you feel? Like, do you feel like now this is like a job? Like, when you're dating, do you look at it like, okay, I got a boyfriend and I got a job. I'm a rap nigga's girlfriend. You know? Mm. I feel like that's what it is. Yeah, now it is. I feel like um, like the black China, it was black China. Black China. What about Lil' Kim? Did she not make no. being a rap nigga? No. Who? Lil' Kim, Faith Evans, wasn't Biggie writing right all that That wasn't her man. Arguably, arguably, I guess. Arguably. Okay, cool. Tell Kim that wasn't her man. Right, right, right. But she was a side bitch. But anyhow. Mm. She was a bitch. She was, but I don't know the side one because he loved both of them. He did, but I mean, bitch, if Faith Evans would have told her ass, you can't come to the funeral and bear it to hatchet, they would have had to, she wouldn't have been let in. So Mm -hmm. it's little shit like that that's like, "Mm, do we call her a side bitch or do we not? But I feel like um, in terms of people being rap niggas, baby moms, and turning it into a job, I feel like Black China made that shit cool. And then ever since then, the shit just kind of took off. Like, I don't blame the bitches. Like, get your money, Ari, Jada. Like, they got some of the hottest niggas in the game right now. So, arguably, I don't blame them for that. But do I think there should be, like, a limitation on if you can call yourself an influencer? Yeah. 
No. I feel like the influencer, I feel like you can't like call Like, who you. made rap niggas baby moms influencers? Like I don't who? think being a rap nigga baby mom makes you an influencer because Mimi... The baby baby mom is not an influencer. Jania, NBA young boy. But do you think mom, that if she if one of the was one of those type of bitches that she could do that? I think that she could. I think with the exposure of because like me, it I ain't know, shit to get a fashion over yeah, to yeah. Savage Fenty code. Yeah, I was just like I knew to who Mimi was off of the baby. I think if Mimi carried herself a different kind of way on social media, mm-hmm. it would turn into that. Because from what I see, she's not the kind of bitch that's. Instagram in every meal she eats, Mm-mm. Instagram in every bag she mm-hmm. gets, Instagram in every flight she's on. And you have to do that to become influential because people want to see what you no, like yep. to, to know if they like it too. Right. You know, so unless you're really indulged into social media, mm-hmm. I don't think you'll become an influencer. Um, I think that like the-, the Or you could pick it up too though. Mm-hmm. Like you could- you could Because you could. Jania, young boy baby mom, mm-hmm. she, 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 never, she, she picked she it up. Was she, did she, she wasn't hitting on nothing until she got that booty done. Did she even um have like a was she even really like active on social media when she was with? No, him? I think on the outside looking in, it looked like there was in a toxic, abusive relationship. And I think when she was with him, she didn't even feel pretty. Yeah, like that. That's what I got. And like, she was so pretty. I, yeah, and she but she would always have like her little boy ponytail in. You know, like just looking real regular, and it just wasn't a regular situation. You were one of the. It was most, him dragging her down that hallway for me. <laughs> Say control style. You can't pull me. We was, you can't, can't pull, pull me. me. I bet you, you can't, can't pull, pull me. me. <laughs> That's some shit that you say to your nigga when y'all in the argument. Fuck you, bitch. Baby. That ain't no shit you say ever. He pull your ass and your head. Hit y'all the wasn't playing, first, bitch. He said uh, okay. he ray writes her ass in a hotel live in a hotel hallway. Bet you he can pull you, boo. Bet you he can. Definitely <laughs> drug that bitch. <laughs> I just think it's so crazy. Um, the the job it's turned into because you mm. also kind of got a. I feel like you got to keep up with certain shit once you oh, are painted as someone's baby mom. Now bitches is coming to look at your page, coming to look at what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel like when now do you have to be the baddest bitch all the time so bitches feel like, you know, don't mm-hmm. try it. But I don't even think that matters. Not bitches are going to try whenever Cuz I think that people still even like to speak to the the Mimi situation, I think that people prefer Mimi over Danny Lay, even though Danny Lay is more in the spotlight and she's an actual artist because of the situation, like how she carries herself. She's not really into that shit. She's ignoring a lot of that shit. You know, I see that she's trying to get into music. Um, oh, I, you, I guess. Didn't, you didn't see her say that. Um, she don't be saying nothing directly. She said that she was holding the baby's hand when he lost his brother. She was right there. Wasn't nobody else right there. Mm. And um, fuck what you see on the internet. He loves her and her only is what Mimi said. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, she didn't like directly address her. Like she wasn't like yeah. at Danny Lay, bitch. Yeah. Cause what all that shit you said, you know what I'm saying? She just saying like, Hey, for the naysayers and for people that think it's this way, but really it's that way type shit. It's not like she was like directly addressing Danny Lay, but I think people prefer Mimi over her because of the way she carries herself, even though mm-hmm. she's not really into the Instagram and shit. And she's really not into the, you know what I'm saying? Wanting to be kept up with really. You got to really go search her she's name. she's regular. Like, you know, she's very regular. Like, and I think a lot of these bitches relatable, are regular. Relatable. Herb was regular before she started dating Herb. As much as people don't want to admit it, Herb is the reason why Ari has that clout. Like, no matter how much you try to. Was it her? It, was it the 30 pairs no, of horses she bought? It was the 30 pairs the- of horses <laughs> she bought, but it was because she was dating her. Yeah, because. I knew people who followed her like before, but I didn't start following her until she's not no Dream Doll. Y'all so, not y'all not the same. Like Dream Doll is not she. She but, didn't get on from fucking a nigga. Like it's it's two different leagues. Like y'all not 
And that's just the one but person. Dream, but Dream Doll don't got more clout or anything. I would say they're about Ari. equal. They're about equal. For sure. Fuck no. For sure. Fuck no. They mm. go live right now. Ari's numbers is tripling. Whatever that's because Dream she's known for do. being messy. So that's different. I don't. Why? Facts. Why is it Dream Facts. Doll when I think, ain't her name Facts. Shirley? When I think of motherfucking... She don't be in as much mess. People want the tea from Ari. People want to know what's... Why she don't be in as much mess when she got the Tory Lanez fucking diss song. She was dating the little 12-year-old. She was up on bad girls trying to bully bitches. <laughs> she just spit in motherfucking Shirley mouth. Why is she known for mess? That ain't mess. Like, Ari's, Ari's literally known for messy shit. Like, she's she's known for acting a bit. She's known for speaking on situations and giving the tea. She's she People are looking for reaction about her. I don't think that's her. why Ari's known. But yes. even to that point, I don't, I don't think so. I think, why else? What else is she doing? I think she's known Other for- Other than fucking rappers. I think she is known for more show, like, how her body looks and twerking and Tay doing her hair and, like, that type of stuff. I think that it's more so female- Before we got there, though. Before we even got there, she's, she was known for being her baby mama and being messy. When it came out, when she was like, I'm on I'm post, postpartum and posting Emily's messages that she wrote to her and stuff, a lot of people didn't know Ari before that. Before we even get to the Tay and all of that. Before we even get to that. Tay was Tay before that. He though. was, but he was over here. He was in Minnesota being doing Dang. bitch hairs too. D so. Did Tay put her on or did she put Tay on? I mean, I would say she put Tay on because of the clout she had at the time, but Tay been doing his thing with hair. He, yeah, I was going to say, I he think, was doing I think hair Tay was doing Tiana Taylor hair he was and doing, stuff like that. Yeah, he was a popular hairstylist back in Chicago. Uh, he was, he had been known. So I don't, I think he's more exposed to like the celebrity clientele because of Ari. But I mean, he is loyal, so he's he's her hairstylist, and he's a damn good hairstylist mm -hmm. at that. Mm -hmm. So I can't take that. And I'm not saying that I don't like her. I mean, I don't pre I don't prefer her, um, but I mean, it's just because she's messy. She bitter. Yeah, yeah, mm, so, bitter. So. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Dream Doll has more clout than her per se. I think they about, I but think about Dream Doll though. You like her new um, her new bars? I like it. Yeah, I think I she's. Said, a I said. I said. Does she got? Does she got a writer? She's not exactly. What I'm, what I was about to say is, she's not giving off Cardi B vibes, so don't nobody quote me on that because they're both from New York. No, whatever she's giving off is better, as like as far as the rapping, the progression. Yeah, is like what the, I'm saying. As far as like lyric for lyric rapping, she's rapping better than Cardi B. Mm, mm -mm. She, she's as far as like punchlines and all that, she's <laughs> rapping better than Cardi B. Yes, she is. No, nah, boo. What nah. bar does Cardi B have in that? That not, red bar is killing anything that Dream Doll did. Not Facts. I'm talking about Cardi B now with her writers and all that stuff. Cause I don't think Cardi B always had a writer for one. Right. I, I don't think that gangster bitch music and I, I don't think she, she had a writer. Ain't no way a person could have wrote that. She wrote that shit. Yeah, I was just like, I don't think she had a writer this whole time. <laughs> no. But, but we'll, once we get into like just even as recent, it's up and it's stuck in it. Mm -hmm. Um go follow IKTR podcast on Instagram to see um Cardi B's inspiration she got from our show. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I do think like just bar for bar rapping wise, like mm -hmm. even in I, I I feel like she's rapping better. Or even her Tory Lanez diss, that was a decent ass diss. I would have been salty as fuck, like bitch, don't diss me. Yeah, see, but thing the thing about it is Tory Lanez can he can do this too. So he he he's a good rapper mm -hmm. <laughs> and a good singer. So I mean, it's like he's a good artist. Period. As much as people want to take away from him with the Megan stuff, which he's innocent until proven guilty on my end. Um, I just feel like he's a he's a good artist. But I mean, as far as like the being like the BM, I say BM, baby mama stuff, um, being influencers and them kind of taking it as a job. I feel like it's an opportunist um type of thing as well because 
But I don't what do feel you do, like, though? Wouldn't you be dumb if you don't maximize on the opportunity? Right, exactly. Like, right, exactly. Even if you love a nigga with everything in you, never going to leave him and never will. Right, you know? I mean, look where that got Mimi. Just saying. Rapping. Right. <laughs> Trying to find herself. <laughs> love you, girl. But no facts. You should have a savage fifty coat. Look where it facts. Look where it got her. I mean, really nowhere. Same mm-hmm. thing with Neo, that's wife too. I mean, same thing that happened to her. I mean, so many females that we can we can name that were holding the nigga down until he came up and then he ran off with an interview, bitch. So that's like the, the most common thing in African American men, like Artist, Bill. To, oh, to run, yes. To run to, off with, with the industry, industry bitch? bitch. But what is the reason? And this probably may be even like a whole main topic on another episode. Because like even a moment of transparency, even in like my own relationship, I be thinking like, damn, not that I'm such a nag. Let me phrase this properly. We've been together so long and mm. there's so much turmoil. Are so many like miscellaneous things that bother me that I know a random bitch who ain't been here or been through the half would just be like, oh, okay. And a motherfucker would eat that up. Like, oh, this bitch don't got nothing to say. It's, it's, you know, I'm yeah. just thinking like, damn, is it is it them running off with the industry, bitch? Or is them like wanting a fresh start? Which I guess isn't wrong because if a bitch get tired of How a nigga- How convenient is that? <laughs> I, you know, I, I, wait I, till you blow up to leave. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is, is it waiting until you blow up or waiting until it's a better fit situation? Which is also petty too because a motherfucker could be making it or whatever it would be and be like, okay, I'm going to hold it down with this bitch. But then a motherfucker could be almost happy and have the world at their hands yeah, yeah. and be like, I'm kind of happy, but yeah. let me see what the fuck is out here because I, I could be happier. real happy, you know? And it's like, are they wrong for that? Because as a female, because just in like when I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about this, it's Dreezy. That was kind of like her exact um, example, you know, just going to, do we say other podcast names on our podcast? Sure. No. Okay. Another <laughs> more known podcast than us <laughs> um, had Dreezy on and like in her interview, she was just saying like, basically she had been with this nigga. He had been having her fucked up, just mm. really not on her level, but uh-huh. just due to her circumstances, she was really trying to make it work. But once she like got on that level and just really started to see the differences, she was like, all right, I can't actually, and it's like, mm. yeah. so, and I don't even think it was her like switching up because of the fame or money or new level, which is more so. Yeah. Mm, we just really, really not seeing eye to eye now. Right. And so it's just like, do we blame people for like moving on like that? I mean, I, I feel like when you move on, it has to be some level of like respect and boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Because when you leave somebody, it could seem so distasteful. The same reason why people say the whole Kevin Hart and his ex-wife situation. Like basically he just was like, eh, actually, I don't really want to be here no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really have a reason. Let's file for irreconcilable differences type shit. Nobody cheated. Nobody, nothing happened. But I'm just- Kevin Hart doesn't look like he belonged with his previous wife. I think that he did. They look they look great together. They look great together to me. I, maybe it's because I like her. I like her dreads and stuff. She just seems so like- Does she have dreads? I see yeah. her with her look. Oh, maybe she got like a sewing over. She's a beautiful woman. I'm not beautiful. even saying it like that. Um, and I'm so happy she was able to keep her- um, to keep her last name too. I think that bitches and wives that work for that shit, they be actually, they can't like, they want to keep their household name. Like, what you mean? Like, Eddie Murphy's wife, she kept her last name too. Oh, if I'm a Murphy, if I'm a Hart, if I'm a motherfucking bitch, Graham, what? if I'm a Carter, if I'm a Nose, bitch, you not taking my shit. I'm not, bitch, bitch I put it Tina in work. Turner said, what? <laughs> I'm gonna give all a fuck how many times he beat me. I he, just want he my. He can have everything. All I want is my name. <laughs> <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> 
He said, that's my motherfucking daddy name, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, before we go, um, this is a question for you and then maybe a question that like we can turn this to a poll in our YouTube, Instagram, wherever comments. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Bobby Brown story, um, our new edition story, is up to par with The Temptations? As far as the bio, the, the series, the movies? Well... Cause I'm not gonna lie, be like, like, like in what way? Neck, neck, like, so I know as a kid, five through like fourteen, watching this every year, mm-hmm. knowing it word by word, this being my shit, watching right. all six hours. Right? Do you think like <laughs> our <hours. laughs> however the fuck long it yeah, is? It like do you think like our kids like this is their own example? Cause hmm. I don't watch it like five six times, and I'm not disappointed. BT did a damn good job with both versions, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that is it is up to par. Um, it let me know a lot of stuff that I didn't know about them, and I think that it does. The when our generate when our kid. Be looking at that type of stuff. Our kids will be looking. They so, so, the, so, the yeah. So, like, to me. But we didn't know the temptations either. So. But the temptation, our parents knew the temptations. Right, 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 right. So, it'll be the same thing. Like, we know who knew Edition it barely. But we know who knew Edition. <laughs> because we weren't alive during Candy Rain. And that's not even them. But, you know. I was almost alive. Um, it, it it played through our timeline for us to know who yeah. it was, you know. But True. it wasn't like we weren't in our teens, our early twenties when prerogative nah, was out. No, nah, so nah. so we we wasn't really like knowing what it is. Nah. And I feel like for our kids that they'll get that same effect. Like yeah. new edition, they're gonna be like Bobby Brown made fried for chicken sure. and crack. I'd be like, hell yeah, you don't know shit about Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> nah, for sure. Yeah, I think that it does gonna it is gonna have the same effect on. Um, us has has the Temptations did for sure because I didn't listen so much of Temptations music until I, I seen the movie. Girl, I only know the songs that are in the movie. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I seen a, um, it was a, a like a live performance that they did on TV. Um, Girl, I don't know what the Temptations even look like. That I, in my head, that nigga Blue looked like, like that nigga that played him. him. Yeah, girl, I barely know a Mal- I barely noticed that Malcolm X ain't Denzel Washington. Oh my God, really? Barely. Get the fuck out of here. You know. Okay. Malcolm okay. X. I mean, you know Malcolm X look like. Okay, him. but is Will Smith Muhammad Ali? No. Who you, who you picture in your head when you I, picture I, Muhammad? I think I picture Muhammad. You no, know, we really picture motherfucker. I do. Muhammad. Did you watch Wendy Williams bio biopic? I didn't know. Okay, let's watch that and talk about it next episode because I heard that the whole movie she was snorting crack, smoking crack, smoking crack. She was smoking coke, bitch. That's what they say. She was smoking coke. She talked about she fucked a uh, method man, the fine one. Mm. And they just he the only one. No, Method Man, Red Man. But we know who Method. You talking about some Method Man, the fine one? Like, bitch, yeah, we know who the fuck Method Man. We know he fine. Yeah, but you know, some people might think like, oh, Red Man. Red no. Man's not ugly though. He just ghetto. He's funny, bitch. He <laughs> I, just, like, I think he's right, attractive. Mm, I don't know when I think of him. If I had just, a chance, to, I just to feel like he got one like back chicken grease on his mouth. How high days? If it came to me, fucking him or Method Man, I'd probably fuck Red Man. But that's only because I like I like skinnier niggas. But back then, Ray, and he was funny. The only reason Method Man is fine now because he finally looks his age. That nigga Facts. always looked old older. As fuck. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> old as fuck. Why did they have Dave East fine ass playing him in the Wu Tang saga? Yeah. If you ain't watched it, Dave East was looking fine as fuck in that Wu Tang saga think playing Dave Method Man. Attractive though. I don't. Yeah. Are you I don't. fucking serious? I'm serious. I know yeah. they fucking lie. I never lying. looked at here. I know they fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> we have a liar right here live on our fucking show. Davey's not fucking fine. This is the end of the show. I gotta go. I never I, I never looked at him go. like that. No, I yeah, I haven't. Oh, it's our fucking brother now, y'all. I never looked at him like that. No, for real. <laughs> <laughs> like I never was like, mm, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, like not not never. Not never to Davey's, nah. Okay. Well, I, I like his music though. He cool. 
Okay, um, you done took it too far. I like his music. <laughs> bitch, who likes his music? His music all right. He he got some all right music. I don't like I don't like boom bap rappers. What exactly. Do you mean? Like rappers who like want to give you the 80s and yo, oh. yo, yo, it's me, Ty Lee from the motherfucking East. And I'm a, you know, yeah. like that type shit. Fuck mm. you. But <laughs> um, I think we're about to go. Do you have any closing notes? I really wish I had a better goodbye for you guys. Um, we don't usually do this on um on live, so I mean it's kind of hard to like mm-hmm. transition over. We usually do it. He edits. It we were actually before we go since the motherfucker. Fuck y'all. I was gonna be messy, but y'all don't even need to know that side of me. Period. Y'all need to um just like we said. I want to always. I just inter- feel like we had really intriguing questions to ask. And, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I thought like that was a very humbling and. Uh, nice oh, interview. the first interview. I love the first interview. We had a second interview today that I had questions I wanted to know answers to, and I just like. And I should I just should we propose but them okay. to the audience? Nah, anyways, nah, um, nah. We gonna catch his ass on candid camera at the goddamn versus like. Don't come to my hood no more, man. But no, you guys can um always catch us on um IKTR podcast on Apple uh podcast on your phone. A lot of people have been asking me about that um specifically because they don't want to watch us like on like just listen. So yeah, uh podcast is gonna be on every apple product that you have um it's gonna be a purple icon it's like a i'm not sure if it's a mic or whatever it is that's on the icon but it's purple um and yeah we release every wednesday at the top of the morning so you guys make sure that you're tuning in also our facebook lives every saturday at 4 p.m hot off the press you feel Mm -hmm. baby you won't get this long of an episode ever again um yeah, not on live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, it is awkward because there's I can't recant anything. So what you heard is what you heard. Facts. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, we usually edit our stuff. Well, kind of a little bit. Kinda. all Like, it's not all chopped up and screwed. But usually we can do an easier transition. So it was just awkward. Like, mm-hmm. hope you liked it. Real and, real and raw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you guys, thank you for tuning in to IKT Part. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. And I be the drunk one, huh? He would have been able to edit that out if we wasn't on live, bitch. Mm-hmm. No KTR me. podcast, bitch. <laughs>